0: talking about the significance of the passage of time, right? The significance of the passage of time. So when you think about it, there is great significance to the passage of time in terms of what we need to do to lay these wires, what we need to do to create these jobs. And there is such great significance to the passage of time when we think about a day in the life of our children.
1: Huh? Hey, folks, this is Frank Reynolds, and this is The Lies People Tell. And that was Vice President Harris once again showing off her rhetorical skills in uh, Sunset, Louisiana, talking about uh, uh, laying wires and who knows what. Uh, The passage of time. She really, really is interested in the passage of time because she said it like four times. Now, I'm not sure what she meant by it. I don't think anyone is sure what she means by that, but she really does like to say the same thing over and over again. read an article where uh, the author posited that uh, she does this as a rhetorical uh, technique uh, similar to uh, Martin Luther King because Martin Luther King would repeat the same phrase over and over again and uh you know it would have an impact but 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 the reason why it had an impact was a he was respected b he was smart c he was articulate and d he was saying something important she is neither smart articulate or saying anything important to anyone but you know that is the way it is i mean (laughs) she is quite quite the uh representative for the united states the face of the u.s you know and uh we we listened to last week i played a clip of her when she was asked a softball question about how would you handle the ukraine refugees and she cackles like a loon so there you go newt gingrich uh was on uh, i think the sean Hannity show and he had a A couple of thoughts about Harris and Biden and,
2: uh, you know, her
1: brain power.
2: Well, first of all, if you want a strong reason to pray for the health of the president of the United States, you are reminded again today that that reason is the vice president. Uh, She's not only totally incoherent, you know, he may or may not have cognitive decline problems at his age, But at her age, she's just dumb. I mean, let's let's be clear. Kamala Harris may be the dumbest person ever elected vice president in American history. And that's why people keep resigning. I mean, if you were her national security advisor and you were competent and you'd worked hard and you knew what you were doing and you watched her in Poland break up laughing when she's asked about Ukrainian refugees, you had to feel a sense of total humiliation. So I'm not surprised that that particular advisor resigned because it's very clear that Kamala Harris should never, ever be allowed to leave the country. Uh, She probably shouldn't be allowed to leave the Naval Observatory, which is the residence of the vice president.
1: (laughs) Hey, don't sugarcoat it, Newt. Tell us what you really think. Oh, my gosh. I mean the dumbest person ever to be <laughs> elected vice president. And she shouldn't be allowed to even leave the residence of the <laughs> vice presidency. Oh my God. You know, but I, you can't really disagree with him too much in respect that she really isn't very bright. And uh, she, and I think the, the problem is, is she's like a lot of people, who think that they're super, super smart, and they, they rely on what they perceive as being their rhetorical uh, ability to uh, wing it and answer questions that come off looking good because no one ever stops and tells them, listen, you really sound like an idiot. They've been surrounded by sycophants for so long. Tell them, no, 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 you're great. You're great. You sound great. And, uh, so they start to believe that and they, because they rely on their so-called perceived ability to speak to the masses, they don't study. And the understanding or the belief common belief is, is that Kamala Harris is a rather, not only is she not a particularly bright person, but she's actually quite lazy and arrogant and, uh, When she gets out there and says something that sounds stupid and she gets criticized for it, she blames her staff for her looking stupid. Well, it's like, lady, you, you don't need any help looking stupid. You can do that all on your own. You know, Roger Kimball writes for a bunch of different publications, but he wrote an article in American greatness. It relates back to the New York times. Finally, admitting that the Hunter Biden laptop and all the emails and the photos on it are legitimate and uh, real. And Kimball is asking, are they re- finally admitting this because they're taking the first step in deposing Biden of the presidency uh, by using the laptop and all the salacious and s- illegal corrupt uh, goings on within the Biden uh, family. But he says that the problem is, is what are they going to do about Kamala Harris? Because if they get rid of Biden and, and cause they, they know he's a drag on the party. he They know that he's going to kill them during the 2022 election and 2024 is basically lost. So the question is: Is do we get rid of Biden? And if we do, how can we let Kamala Harris be president? Because she's as bad, if not worse, than Biden. And he re- refers back to the Nixon uh, Agnew presidency. If you remember, uh, Nixon resigned uh, over Watergate, but prior to that, they had to get rid of Spiro Agnew because the Republicans and the Democrats did not want Agnew as president. As much as they hated Nixon, they didn't want Agnew as president either. So they had to get rid of him. And luckily for him, he was a corrupt, uh, uh governor of Maryland who had taken bribes and they were able to easily prove that he had taken bribes while he was, uh, the sitting governor of Maryland and they forced him to resign. And once they got him out of the way, then uh, they, uh, oh, uh, Nixon appointed uh, Gerald Ford as his VP, and the establishment felt comfortable with Ford because he was one of their own. Being president, then they proceeded to dismantle the uh, Nixon presidency and forced him to resign. So, the question is: Is are they trying to do this with Biden? And what will they do with Harris? How would they get rid of her first? So it's an interesting thought. I don't know if there's any credence to it or not, but it's something to consider. And along with that line, uh, the New York Times finally has admitted that what we've known all along, that Hunter Biden's laptop uh, is legit. All of the emails, all of the photos, the photos of him, uh, passed out with a cigarette in his mouth from, uh, and passed out from using too much crack and, uh, you know, hooking up with uh, Russian prostitutes and taking naked photos of himself and making homemade sex tapes and keeping it on his laptop and all the emails uh, about all their uh, crooked dealings with the uh, Burisma, the Ukrainian oil companies, China, all of these different things. Uh, Russian oligarchs turns out it's all true. And New York times has finally admitted it. Now it's only 17 months after the fact, but you know, they finally came out now, Miranda divine, great reporter from the New York post wrote a book called laptop from hell. And she was interviewed by Tucker Carlson. And this was, uh, her take on, them finally coming out and admitting, yeah, you know, I mean, the laptop's real.
0: Well, it's kind of delicious to see them sort of squirming around trying to admit the obvious. But, you know, if you're a reader of the New York Post or a viewer of Fox News, you knew this 16 months ago. You didn't need the great New York Times to tell you that it was That's true right. and that they'd authenticated the emails. We already did that. And uh, we published uh, truth, the stories that were real and have continued to do so without fear or favor. But unfortunately, the New York Times readers have been kept in the dark by their their newspaper, their organ of choice. And that was for deliberate reasons. It was because they wanted Donald Trump to lose the 2020 election. So all journalistic ethics and standards went out the window. And there doesn't matter how you try and dress it up now and pretend that you just found out, even if you didn't have the laptop, as you know, because you interviewed Tony Bobulinski at the time, he was a, a patriot, a hero who stood up uh, against his own interests to tell the world the truth about Joe Biden. And-
1: and she's right. They did this, all of the media and Twitter and Google and Facebook, all of them colluded together to hide this fact because they wanted Trump out as president. It's as simple as that. And Tony Bobolinsky, if you remember. Very credible witness was CEO of one of the Biden's uh, companies came forward and laid out all the evidence that turned out to be true about Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, the Biden family, and how they are all getting money hand over fist from China, Russia, Ukraine, and Joe Biden's getting the cut of it. Hunter Biden is just the bag man for the Biden crime family
0: about his influence peddling the way he abused his power to make money from foreign countries uh, at, at the expense of america's national interest and we're now reaping the uh the spoils of that and i think you know ultimately what we need to know now that we're all on the same page now that we agree that reality is reality what do we do next and i think the next step is to actually look at the evidence of wrongdoing by the president uh, and his family, obviously, but he's the important one, um, that's contained in the laptop and do something about it.
1: And that's the point that Kimball is making is, are they coming forward with this so they can start taking the first step to hold people accountable like Joe Biden? And by indicting, and if they did indict Hunter Biden, which... I doubt that they will, but if they do, I think it's a pretty safe bet that the word has come down from the powers to be, i.e. probably Barack Obama, that it's time to get rid of Joe and this is how we're going to do it. And Joe is going to have to step aside uh, and make the agreement to step aside and resign for health reasons. And uh, Hunter then will be allowed to just sort of uh, go away into the ether. But right now, it's starting to, it's, it, there's, this is not by coincidence these things happen. No, Nothing happens in D.C. by coincidence. And throw off the censorship regime that began that day when they censored you, they knocked Parlor off the Internet. We've never really recovered from that. I mean, everything we say is now censored
2: and no one says anything about it.
0: Yes, and also the 50 uh, former intelligence people. I mean, that was John Brennan, former recent head of the CIA. That was Leon Panetta. Uh, That was James Clapper and Michael Hayden. These people who now are to this day appearing on CNN and MSNBC as esteemed experts on Russia and Ukraine. And uh, those people should never hold their heads up in public again.
1: And that's something uh, to remember. All of these guys Bush appointees, Obama appointees, Clinton appointees, both sides of the aisle got up and lied about the laptop. Yet they want us to believe them when they talk about current events. The problem is is, you know, the old saying is, is I'm not I'm not mad at you because you lied to me. I'm mad at you because I can never believe anything else you say. And that's where I'm at with these guys.
0: They have been, their reputations are destroyed by the fact they signed that letter and lied about the laptop and said without looking at it, that it was Russian disinformation and they got Joe Biden off the hook.
1: You think of all the people who've been destroyed for nothing, some stupid comment, you know, and then the, the criminals walk free, a lot of them. Miranda Devine, thank you. Right. I mean, and these guys, they out and out lie. Let me, let me give you, uh, what they said when they were referring to in this letter that they all signed about the laptop. It says, quote, it is for all these reasons that we write to say that the arrival on the U S political scene of emails purportedly belonging to vice president Biden's son Hunter Much of it related to his time serving on the board of the Ukrainian gas company Burisma has all the classic earmarks of a Russian information operation. There's all the earmarks but zero evidence. So they say this, but they they insert this, this, uh, I guess you could say emergency exit paragraph in the uh, letter, and it's the fifth paragraph. Now, read this, and this is the part that doesn't get much play, but I think is the most important part of this stupid letter. Quote, we want to emphasize that we do not know if the emails provided to the New York Post by President Trump's personal attorney, Rudy Giuliani, are genuine or not, and that we do not have evidence of Russian involvement. Just that our experience makes us deeply suspicious that the Russian government played a significant role in this case. So they're admitting, we don't know, we haven't seen any evidence of what we're saying, but we're going to put it out there because we know the media will run with it and that's all we need. That big tech will run with it and censor anybody that questions the emails, and that's all we need. They're being completely, 100% deceptive in what they're saying. 100%. Yet, we're supposed to believe them when they talk about Ukraine and Russia and you know how we should respond militarily. These guys, no one should even follow them into a Dairy Queen, not alone follow their advice on anything else. It is embarrassing. And here's a question you need to ask yourself. According to many polls, and some some of the, the polls go anywhere from 8% to 16% of the people that voted for Biden said if they had had the information about Hunter Biden and his laptop and all the emails and all of their crooked dealings overseas, they wouldn't have voted for Biden. That means he would have not been elected if we want to call it that. And we would be in the second year of the Trump presidency. The question is, is if Trump was president, would there be a war in Ukraine? Would, be, would there be thousands of Ukrainians dead and thousands of Russian soldiers dead? Would there be millions of refugee Ukrainian, you, Ukrainian refugees flooding Europe? Need to ponder that because that blood is on the hands of all of these people. These intel people, the media, the big tech, all those guys. Yeah, elections have consequences, as Barack Obama said one time. And uh, you're damn right it does. And we're starting to fight, figure that out. So crazy stuff, crazy stuff. Okay. But on a lighter note, we got a, uh, a little bit of economics lesson from AOC this week. Now, uh, Alexandria uh, Occasional Cortex, as we like to refer to her, as, as uh, Andrew Clavin calls her, uh, gave a did a snap uh, chat or Instagram video. Who knows what it was? But uh, she wanted to talk about uh, capitalism, and she did the old Joe Biden whispering, "I'm not a whisperer, so you listen to me," type of uh, thing. So uh, it reminded me of all the great wisdom and profundities that uh, AOC has had over you know her course of her illustrious political career so let's let's talk let's listen to AOC talk about uh, capitalism for a second
2: tell you a secret most people don't really know what capitalism is most people don't even know what socialism is but most people are not capitalists because they don't have capitalist money, they're not billionaires.
1: So she thinks only if you're a billionaire can you be a capitalist. <laughs> now, I want everybody to remember she has a degree in economics from I think Boston College, she has an economics degree, yet she truly does not have any idea or concept of what capitalism is or even what socialism is as far as that goes. This girl, they, they think Kamala Harris isn't bright. Wow. Uh, yeah. She really gives a run for the money. So it's reminded me of when she visited the community garden that she has a little spot in that she probably has some of her uh, aides her congressional aides have to work in to grow whatever they grow there. And her reaction at seeing uh, the fruits of her staff's labor.
2: I am shook. <gasps> Look, like, honestly, gardening, food that comes out of dirt, like it's magic.
1: She thinks it's magic. She she thinks food, (laughs) cabbage, lettuce, carrot. That's magic. It's like magical beans. And oh my gosh, it just, Jack and the Beanstalk, it grew out of the ground. And then there's this. You can never forget her reaction the first time supposedly she saw a garbage disposal.
2: Okay, everyone. I need your help because I just moved into this apartment a few months ago and I flipped this switch and it made that noise and it scared the daylights out of me. I am told this is a garbage disposal. <laughs> I've never seen a garbage disposal. I never had one in any place I've ever lived. It is terrifying. I don't know what to use it for or what its purpose is.
1: Stick your hand in it.
2: Like food scraps? Like is this environmentally sound? I don't know. Boo! No, I'm just kidding. I think there's a piece of glass down there. And she's
1: a sitting congressperson, and she's running the Democrat Party because all of these uh, energy policies that Biden has put forth is just AOC's Green New Deal. She's running the country. If this is her energy policies that we're following, working out great. This is how bad we have fallen. We have China Joe listening to AOC. While uh, Kamala is standing on the sideline, cackling like some loon, and uh, we're all paying the price. Oh, my God. You know, crazy, crazy times. It, re- <laughs> <laughs> Whew, Yeah, it makes you wonder, doesn't it? I think we can do better. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I can't, can we not do better on people we elect to run this show? I don't know. Anyway, once again, thanks for joining me. Uh, we're going to wrap it up today. If you haven't uh, checked out my book, please check out my book. I'm going to put a a link to the Amazon and link to book baby. So you can check out my book. You can get the ebook right now. You press the button. Boom. It's there. It'll pay for it. You know, it, it it's done. You don't have to worry about it. Or if you want the paperback version, that'll be coming out in april 11th you can pre-order that and uh, it'll come to you lickety split and you'll enjoy the heck out of it if you haven't subscribed to the podcast please do check this out and uh, go back and look at some of our older episodes and uh, we try to have a good time we try to you know keep a light uh, upbeat look at the world even though sometimes it seems a little grim but you know you can't can't let it uh, get you down too much. You know, you have to, you know, keep pushing forward and, uh, keep your chin up, keep your chest out, you know, kneel, uh, kneel for God, stand for the flag. And, you know, and always remember, let's go Brandon.
2: Let's go Brandon. I agree. Yeah.
1: yeah even Joe agrees. And with that, I will see you guys next week.